Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Murder She Didn't Write on the Wireless. Conveying murder mystery stories over the radio waves. I'm your host, Detective Jonathan Jenkinstein, and I will be relating to you a completely improvised murder mystery recorded and created on the spot from the various residences of Degrees of Error Theatre Company. When I say improvised, I mean, of course, that we don't know what's going to happen or who the characters are, who dies, why, how, who killed them. All of these things are questions yet to be answered. But I'll tell you one question that has been answered. At what event were the suspects gathered when the murder took place? We asked several members of the public at a large bird cage. We asked them by twittering. And we've had several good answers. We've had Budapest, which really wasn't a good answer because it was a place, not an event. A speed dating night. A farmer's market. A biggest fish competition. But, ladies and gentlemen, the event that we shall be taking as the gathering place of the suspects in today's murder mystery is nothing other than the grand unveiling of the latest priceless artifact at the British Museum. I'll tell you one more question that's been answered. We asked our audience to supply us with a strange object that might function as a clue in our latest mystery. And we had all manner of answers once again. A spyglass, a trumpet, but only one has been selected to feature in today's story, and that is, of course, a brick on a stick. Now that our cast have heard the answers to these questions for the very first time, our story will commence as the suspects were gathered together for the unveiling of the latest priceless artifact at the British Museum. The case of the brick on a stick began. Ah, what a beautiful day it is here in the British Museum. I'm Dr. British Blue, the owner and founder. Never has there been a prouder moment in my life than the unveiling of this latest artifact. Ah, here comes the bearer of the artifact. Is it you, Dr. Veronica Violet? Just coming this way, Dr. Blue. Uh, 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 as, as requested, I have brought the new priceless artifact. If I was a more chivalric man, I would have helped you push. But I've got a gammy knee, you see. So, uh, is it time? Oh, usually we reserve the taking of the massive cloth off until the guests have arrived. <laughs> I imagine you'll want to give some kind of speech. I imagine you'll want the drinks laid out. And I shall send the staff to do that. Because <laughs> we can't have doctors such as ourselves busying about with drinks. <laughs> no, imagine such a thing. 
You or I performing menial labor of any sort. (laughs) (laughs) Our minds are much too big. You, a doctor of all things historic and artifacts, and me, a doctor of bricks. Tell me about your favorite bricks. (laughs) You and I both know that my favorite bricks are large ones that we use to build this museum. Oh, you're flattering me again, Veronica. Oh, yes, as flat as a brick. (laughs) That's what we say, Ah. us bricologists. (laughs) I do hope we get there in time to see the massive cloth off moment. As do I. I haven't travelled halfway across the world to see something less than spectacular. But why all the secrecy surrounding it, Marigold? Well, Gregor, the British Museum likes to have big reveals. (laughs) It's all part of its charm. I knew you'd enjoy it. It's so nice to finally have you over here, my dear cousin. By golly gosh, ever since you told me about such a thing as a British Museum. I've seen some of the finest museums in the world, I'll have you know. Oh really? Tell me five of them. The American Museum, the South American Museum, the Central American Museum, the Dominican Museum, and the Lesser Registana Museum. Oh goodness, (laughs) you're so well traveled. (laughs) Well I think the British Museum is just gonna blow the socks off all those other museums. Tell me, Marigold, how exactly did you come to learn about this unveiling? Oh, I'm on the mailing list. I've been the biggest fan of the British Museum since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, (laughs) which was when I was 17. Thank goodness I've brought along some things for you to sit on as we drive along on this bumpy road. Watch out! Today's the day. Take a good hard look at yourself in the mirror, Scarlet Moffat, chief cleaner at the British Museum. Today is the day when these humble hands of mine will be unveiling the earliest known croquet set in the world to the public. Oh, what a day it is. What an honour. I only hope that uh, Dr British Blue won't change his mind. Hello there, Miss Moppet. How goes it? Oh yes, absolutely fine. I've been washing my hands all morning, all in preparation for my job later on today. Your job? What's that? Scrubbing the floors? Well, no. Don't you remember, Dr Blue? You're, in absence of anyone being able to unveil the the artefacts, are asking me, a lowly cleaner, to do it. Ha, ha, ha. Yes, yes. I, I remember when I humoured you about that. Ha, ha, ha. The thing is, Miss Moppet, um, we've actually got someone very important who's travelled all across the world. Uh, Gregor Green, a real museum connoisseur, and I'm sure you'd agree he's much more qualified to unveil this cloth oh. and the croquet set underneath it than you are. Double O. I didn't realise that Gregor Green was going to be here. So that conversation that we had, where you told me I could unveil it and I cried happy tears all over your very expensive tweed jacket, didn't actually mean anything. 
It only meant that I want you to take it to the dry cleaners. Of course, sir. I shall get on it right away. I gotta say, Marigold, thank you so much for uh, loaning me the money to come over here. You see, all my finances have been tied up in uh, my own little museum project and... Uh, Frankly, my dear, you are the best cousin in the world. Oh, <laughs> the best, richest cousin. Yes, it's my absolute pleasure. We're family after all. This way I get into the good books of Dr. British Blue. He was so excited when I said that I had a famous cousin. He's going to give me a private meeting with him and maybe even a private tour of the museum. A, a private tour, you say? Listen, what would people say about a eminent... Professor and a young lady like yourself going around on their own. Surely you'd like a chaperone, wouldn't you? Oh, oh well, I hadn't considered that, but well, would you mind chaperoning me? <gasps> me? Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, well, okay, if you twist my arm, sure. Oh, well, see... I'll make it worth your while, of course. I'll throw you another hundred pounds. Oh, my dear, you are too generous. I couldn't possibly accept, but I will. Oh, dear cousin, thank goodness you're here. Since Mummy and Daddy died, I've been all alone. And, well, it just feels so nice to finally be looked after. I just really hate the thought that someone would take advantage of you. One brick and uh, two bricks. And that's three bricks under the microscope. Oh, I can't wait to investigate these. <clears throat> Sorry to interrupt you, Dr. Violet. Uh, I'm a massive fan of yours, by the way. Well, thank you. You know what we say in the bricks community? The mortar, the merrier. <laughs> Come on in. Oh. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's very good. I don't wish to interrupt you when you are uh, conducting important investigations. I only wanted to offer my assistance uh, hauling bricks. Oh, yes. It's important, you see, when we unveil our latest brick on a stick, the first croquet mallet, that uh, we rest them on other bricks. You unveil new science on the top of other science. Absolutely. Why, this croquet set ails from the early Aztec era. It's a wonder that it came in one piece. Oh, you must be quite the, uh, the enthusiast yourself. Uh, for, for a cleaner, you know an awful lot about artefacts. Well, I've been working in this here British Museum since I was seven years old. Child labour's been abolished, but, you know... Oh, that's what they say these days when they violate human rights. Anyway, take this brick and this brick and these oh. are, and this one here and catch a couple of those. Oh, yeah, oh, oh yes. yes, got them. And another four. These are Class B red bricks. They're heavier than the last. I wondered if I could ask you a question. Let me just momentarily put these down. Oh, I wondered... If you wouldn't mind putting in a good word for me with Dr. Blue later on. And um, he's very busy and important. So what would you, you would, what, you would, what? I would so like to be a part of the unveiling ceremony. I've spent all of my childhood and my young adulthood and all the other bits of my life 
studying all the artefacts at the British Museum. Yes, well, I was hoping that I'd be the one to undo the ribbon around the cloth that made it fall to the ground, but I'm sure I can see if there's an extra bit for you. I was told by Dr Blue that Gregor Green will be doing the unveiling. Gregor Green is here? Gregor Marigold, what a pleasure it is to welcome you to the British Museum. Oh, thank you very much, that's a British boy, thank you very much. It really is an absolute pleasure. Did you get my last 27 letters? You look so handsome in that blue. Sorry that I didn't reply to any of them. I've been a bit busy, you see. Oh, of course, yes. Well, I gotta say, Dr. Blue, can I call you British? Hey, can I call you Brit? I am honoured to be called anything by such an eminent museum connoisseur as yourself. Oh, okay, well, there you go. I'll call you Wimpy. I, actually, I'd, I'd rather you didn't call me Wimpy. That was what they called me at Eton. Oh, you went to Eton? I went to Eton, and I was called Wimpy at Eton, and... Well, anyway, it's a long time ago now, all part of growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Marigold? You, you, you seem like you're hyperventilating. <laughs> oh dear God, she's fainted. Oh my word. Uh, if I was a more chivalric man, I would have caught her, but I've got a gammy knee, you see. Uh, we must call Miss Moffat, who can drag her away to get some kind of medical attention. Do you have somewhere comfortable that we can have her set down? Yes, my private quarters, I'm sure, will be more than suitable for Miss Marigold. She looks absolutely tiny, but she must have very big bones. Oh, you know what? I'll just see if I can wake her up and she can walk herself. Hey, you! Miss Marigold, I didn't recognise you. I had been dragging you face down all this time. Oh dear, you've had to drag me. I'm so sorry. I, although I am only four foot three, I, I do weigh twelve stone. It's a strange thing. I was born this way. I'm very dense. But of course you'll remember Scarlet from, from school. They used to call me Dense Marigold. I think it might have been for more than one reason. Well, uh, but, oh, Marigold, it's wonderful to see you again. You were always so kind to me. Yes, <laughs> well, I was always so kind to everybody. <laughs> Not like you, <laughs> but I'm sure you've grown out of that. <laughs> I had to grow up very quickly. I was uh, sent away from school at the age of seven and sent to the British Museum to scrub the floors. But, of course, you wouldn't understand that, having been born into money. Oh, I did lose my parents at a very young age, so I suppose we've both had hardships, but let's not play this game of one-upmanship any longer. Where am I right now? Just on the threshold of Dr British Blue's private quarters. Ooh. Well, well, well. 
isn't Gregor Green. The man himself. The mighty. The one. Mr. Gregor. Gregor Greggs. Gregsy Gregsy. Gregsy Sausage Roll. I heard Gregor Green was standing silently in this room. Is that correct? Oh, no, 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 sorry. I was just finishing laying a brick of my own. Ah, Veronica. Oh. Fancy you disturbing me here in the men's room. Yes, well, I thought you might be here, so I let myself in. It's been some time, huh? My God, it's been some time, ever since you arrived at the North American Museum. And there you were, when I came in like a wrecking ball. You laughed at me, Gregor. That's right, I laughed. I laughed because I was so overcome with emotion at the sight of you sat atop that thing, swinging with your tongue sticking out. My legs were either side of science, Gregor. Well, you've straddled many a subject, that's for sure. Are you trying to say I've been bricklaying my way to the top? Oh, come on. I know I'm just another brick in the wall. I came here to cement our relationship, but if you're going to mock me Listen, again... Listen, Violet, I got a concrete answer for you here. Tell me in your graveled tones. I don't want to leave any stone unturned. I just think what we have, this connection, this carnal, visceral physical connection that we have it's that's all it is i mean look at me and look at you besides i have my eye on a far more successful union fine block our relationship from now on we shall just be people in a room Greetings, people in a room. What a joy it is to welcome you all to this pre-unveiling drinks. Uh, I trust you can all help yourselves to a beverage of your choice. Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, yes, I'll have a uh, wine. Miss Moffat, a wine for Dr. Veronica Violet, if you please. A big wine. Yes, uh, a big wine coming right up. With a cherry on top. All right, that's a, it's a bit And rough, some whipped cream. I'll see, I'll see what I can and do. And a straw. Right. And an egg. Do you want it cracked or just the whole thing sitting on top? Yep. Well, which which one is it? Is it is it Both. crap? All right. I'll have an old-fashioned. Brit, I'm sure you know what that's like, hey, Wimpy? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Well, I'm so pleased that you're going to be doing the unveiling of the massive cloth for us, Gregor. It is an honor. I look forward to unveiling this mysterious artifact that you still haven't exactly told me what it is. I can tell you right now, if you wish. We have the honor, here at my very own British Museum, of unveiling the world's oldest croquet mallet dating from the early Aztec period, which is much better than the later Aztec period, when they just sold out and were interested in gold. A croquet mallet. The oldest croquet mallet. Okay, well, here we go, unveiling... Well, it's just a brick on a stick. 
so, ladies and gentlemen, the case of the brick on a stick is well underway. We've met all of the important characters, including Dr. British Blue, owner and founder of the British Museum. I like things underneath massive cloths. Dr. Veronica Violet, with a PhD in brickology. Yes, um, people think I'm a bit of a square. Cleaner Scarlet Moffat, responsible for the entire janitorial work of the museum. Oh, I wish I could touch that cloth. Gregor Green, a renowned museum aficionado who has visited museums all over the globe. I visited museums all over the globe, and now I'm here at the British one. And Gregor's cousin Marigold Green. A wealthy woman who's invited her cousin here to get an in with Dr. British Blue. <laughs> I want to snuggle under Dr. British Blue's big cloth. <laughs> oh. One of these people was about to die. But which one, ladies and gentlemen? Please tell us. And then it will happen. 